Hello, my name is Naomi and I'm the host of the Our World Story podcast. Our World Story is all about travel. We connect with like-minded people and we inspire each other through sharing travel stories. This is part two of our conversation with Cairo, who recently became a travel agent based out of London. So if you haven't listened to part one already, make sure you go back and hear more about Cairo and the secrets of a travel agent. But this is part two, and we are going to talk about Cairo's recent trip to Venice, Italy with her boyfriend. Hi, Cairo. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. And you? Good, good. So um, yes, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about your recent trip to Venice and we'll just get started. What was the purpose of your trip? Um, so basically, my boyfriend wanted to go camping in uh, somewhere in, in the UK. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I was like, okay. Because I had literally just at the time, I was I just finished training like to be a travel agent. And I thought, why don't I use my new um, job, career, whatever, um, to like plan this trip? This will be like my first trip. I might as well plan it for myself to like feel it out and just, you know, get the experience with myself yeah. first before I like sell it to people. Um, so I decided to surprise him. I hadn't told him that uh, we were going to go Venice. So I had to like somehow steal his passport. Um <laughs> And then, yeah, that's how it came to be. I was just like, you know what? The borders are opening up. Italy is currently one of the safest cities. I mean, safest countries in Europe. They've done like a full 360. So yeah, why not go there? And my boyfriend's always wanted to go to Verona and it's not far from Venice. So I figured if we go to Venice, we can also stop by in Verona and he'll, he'll love it. Cool. So it's a yeah. vacation. The vacation is the term I use. Me yeah. <laughs> Your bay, just in like, in case no one knows what it is. Um, I'm making up words, but um, vacation and wow, you surprised him. Was he actually, how did you actually tell him um, about the trip? Did you just say like, this is when we're going or how did this actual surprise happen? So um, I wanted to like, not tell him until the day but he was just like pestering me <laughs> and he was trying to get it out of me because he knew I was planning something because I was like yeah we can still go camping like in in the UK but he knew like that doesn't sound like me <laughs> so he knew something was up <laughs> and I wanted to surprise like he, he just he knew he knew he knows me very well so he knew and he was trying to get it out of me and then I finally let it slip like the night before um that we were going like somewhere we were flying somewhere abroad but he just didn't know where but then for some somehow he managed to guess that it was Venice I have no idea how but he he just yeah he knows me very well (laughs) (laughs) yeah Venice is definitely different than camping it's like a completely very romantic city and everything so yeah good destination choice (laughs) I love that yeah it Um, was a really good choice how long were you there for? We were there for five days. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. gives you oh, time to really see everything. Yeah, for sure. You also mentioned that you used this trip from your perks of being a travel agent. Would you be comfortable sharing price and 
um, the budget of everything or uh, any details there? Originally, when I booked the flight, I got the flights really cheap, but I got the flights. I didn't book the flights through my website. I don't know why, <laughs> but I got them quite cheap. They were like 80 pounds, which was for both of us return, which was so cheap. And I was like, yes, please. Let's go. Um, in terms of the hotel, um, I got a quite a good deal for the hotel. So the hotel, it's an amazing hotel. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. But um, it's right by canal. The Grand Canal is called um, Sav- Savoya and Jolanda. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh-huh. Um, and we, I got it for, I think it was like 120 a, a night. Yes, or 19. Yeah, something like that. Around that right, around that price point. Um, and it's usually like much more expensive. So I managed to get it like really cheap. Like I was super quick. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I found the perfect hotel mm-hmm. and they had a great deal going on and I was like yay I got it um mm-hmm. I think like the price like flu- the flat the price fluctuates so it depends when you're going and like okay. how soon you book and stuff because sometimes you might check the same hotel you know if you you're booking like a month in advance versus a week in advance the price mm-hmm. will be different yeah. um so yeah honestly like the flights were such a good deal the hotel was such a good deal and it was honestly beautiful it was really really nice um we had a good stay there the staff was really nice as well and yeah can't fault it honestly it was really nice okay perfect uh thanks for sharing those details i know it's really helpful when you kind of hear the prices of things so we have a good idea of what to expect i know it sounds like venice is it from the places that you've been is venice one of the more expensive places to travel or um kind of what's the price range there? Um, yeah it's kind of pricey I like I tried my best to do it on a budget yeah um which I always like I usually try to do like loads of budget trips because I like to travel a lot so I need to keep like the costs down so I can yeah. do like loads of trips mm-hmm. um it was slightly expensive I think it was I mean obviously it was more expensive because I was paying times two I was paying for two people because he didn't know so obviously like it was already going to be more expensive um but yes, definitely like pricey. You can find cheap alternatives. Like I always say this, like even in the most expensive pricey places, um, there's always a few cheaper alternatives that are within budget. Um, and so those do exist as well in Venice. They're just like nowhere near as nice. So be prepared. Don't expect like a super cheap, like luxurious trip in Venice. Um, there are some places where you can get luxury on the cheap cheap yeah Venice is not one of them (laughs) yes I I went to Venice um for my spring break for a few days so or a day we spent a day there so um I definitely from what I can remember it was a while back but I'm like it wasn't the cheapest place but um definitely worth it it's so beautiful even if you well and I was going to ask you what did you end up doing there um, cause I know it, even if you don't do much, just walking around the city itself and taking pictures, it's a gorgeous city, but what did you do when you were there? Um, definitely wandered around yeah. <laughs> on the first day that we were there. We literally just walked around, just absorbed the atmosphere in the city and just, it was, it was really nice. Um, Right now, I think this is like the best time to go because of um, the whole corona situation. 
um, Venice is usually really busy and really touristy. Um, it's apparently the most touristy city in Italy, and it's usually so packed with people. But right now, I mean, there were still people, mm-hmm. but it was breathable. Like, it was nice. And there was a lot of streets where you walk down, and there was just, like, no one there. And it was so peaceful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And so we just spent that first day just walking around the streets. We got ice cream. We got gelato. We had pizza. It was so nice, <laughs> honestly. Like, we just got lost around the city. Yeah, that's so, and I feel like there are some cities where you want to, it's jam-packed and you're going to do this activity and this activity and this activity, but Venice, it's just going there is the trip. <laughs> it's so beautiful. The yeah. food is really, really good. Uh, do you remember the names of the restaurants that you went to by any chance for the gelato and the um, The gelato. Oh, it's like this really famous place and I've completely forgotten the name <laughs> I honestly have forgot um yeah I can't remember how, but I will say that there is gelato on every corner and um yeah. we did have gelato in this really like famous place which I the name is like escaping me but we also had gelato like everywhere and it was just mm. as good mm. honestly like you might think like, oh, if I go to the, this really expensive place, it will be like, you know, amazing. And if I go to a cheaper place, it won't be so good. But honestly, it was good everywhere. It was so good everywhere. So just, just go to any gelato place. <laughs> cool, cool. I know that there, yeah, there's something um, to be said about gelato in Italy. It is really good. I had it as well. Yeah. So you mentioned it was a little bit um, quieter there. There weren't as many people. But did you, what did yeah. you pick up in terms of the culture? And did you have any experiences there that really stood out to you? Um, in terms of culture, like, I feel like the, I didn't see too many locals. Um, there was, like, obviously, like, like, the more touristy areas and more, like, areas where it seemed to be, like, a local area. However, it seemed really empty. I have read, though, that um, a lot of residents in Venice, are locals, are leaving Venice like a lot of them are leaving every year and it seemed that way like it seemed like where are like all the locals yeah (laughs) there was like quite a few um Italians that I met that were like on staycation so they had come from different cities in Italy to Venice but um I didn't actually meet a lot of people that were from Venice other than the like gondola drivers Mm. um a lot of people I met were either from other Italian cities or from abroad That's interesting that you say that. Um, I've heard of a similar experience in Barcelona where there's like not, it's just becoming such a metropolitan city where a lot of people are traveling there, but kind of the locals are like, eh, this is not really, they're, they're traveling to other places too and relocating. So yeah, I could, I could see that happening in Venice as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you can definitely I could definitely see it. It didn't seem like I mean I can understand though. I mean right now it was kind of quiet, but I can imagine when it gets really busy in high yes. season with those tiny streets yeah. and you can't get anywhere, you're trying to get to work or to school or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, how was the gondola ride? I that's something I didn't do when I was there. I think we just ran out of time, honestly. But that's a, a staple thing to do in Italy. How is that? Yeah, staple. Um, it was beautiful. I think um, 
obviously like everyone needs to know the price because I feel like some people go to Venice because my friends were there before me I think the week before I went and um, they didn't know how much the gondola ride was and it's always a fixed price guys it's always 80 euros during the day and that's 100 um, at night and I feel like people go and they're not prepared and it is expensive like let's not lie let's not pretend that it's not it's very expensive so you have to be prepared you have to prepare your heart (laughs) your heart and your wallet yeah yeah honestly honestly you have to prepare yourself because you're not gonna like want to just fork out all that money um also like um what I did see a lot of people doing was um they would just ride with like other people that they found near there so because it's 80 for just the ride and let's say there's like you and your friend you could just like grab two other people and split it between like four of you or the five of you which works out a lot cheaper so if you if you travel with like friends or even if you're traveling alone try to like get someone or a group of people to go in with you because then you can still experience the ride but for a lot less yeah um but honestly other than that like it was really beautiful it was really magical like it was it's something to experience because like obviously like you see the river and the canal as you're like walking by but like to like ride through it it's just nice I don't know if I'm just like mesmerized because I was already (laughs) mesmerized before I went but um it was so nice and calm and I was so impressed by those drive like the gondola like drivers how do they do that they don't seem to be like doing any like movement or any like serious (laughs) movements but like it's just they're just just yeah yeah like this is impressive how are you guys doing that yeah. <laughs> with just one paddle <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool that you're able to do that um I know that one thing was since we didn't know how to get around the city we tried to use I think city mapper if I'm not mistaken just to find mm-hmm. walking directions and everything and that was something that really surprised me was the amount of canals it required us to actually get on like I think it was called a water taxi so we can get to a certain part of Venice. So, I mean, if you really want to get on the water and it's not going to be as magical and as a cool experience as the gondola, but you probably will end up on the river somehow or in the canal through a water taxi. That's just kind of how you get around the city. Yeah, definitely. You end up on one, whether you like it or not, you're going to need to cross you're gonna need to cross the river somehow you can't walk I mean you could walk everywhere but it's very very long yes but what I did find though was it's quite a small city so a lot of places are kind of within walkable distance like I think because we stayed in um San Marco and from San Marco to the station like the main station or train station it was like a 30 minute walk of which I'm used to walking quite a lot. So for me, that wasn't like loads. For my boyfriend, it kind of was. So we ended up taking a like water taxi. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like if you're like, if you don't mind walking, it's not like, it's not a huge city that you need to like walk loads. Mm-hmm. I found that as well. Um, you're going to be walking. I've talked about that in the previous episode with another guest. And it's, if you're going to see a city, um, walking is like the best option to get around and view everything um so when you were when you were there um what did you enjoy most about your trip and what was something maybe you would have done differently if you were to go back Hmm, what did I enjoy most everything was so good um I I had such good ice cream oh my gosh (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so I think definitely having like dinner by the canal. Um, we had dinner at this restaurant called Al Buzos, which is by um, Rialto Bridge. And it was so magical. It was so beautiful. Mm. You're just right there by the water. There's no like, there was no like rail or bridge or anything. We were just like by the water. We could step mm. into it if we wanted to. <laughs> but um, it was such a beautiful like sunset dinner. I really loved it. It was definitely like the highlight of my trip. Mm. Um, do differently. I think hmm, it was it was a convenient place like there are some places that I go and I'm like oh this could have been better but like honestly like I can't think of many faults with Venice or things that I can change honest like it was it was that good for sure like it was good I think what I would say is go there with like a higher budget and don't try to do it like if you're there for a long time if you're there for like a a short time like a day you could yeah you could do that on a budget but if you're there for like a long-ish time mm-hmm. um definitely if you have a higher budget you'll enjoy it more mm-hmm. um because you don't want to be like compromising on things you want to do because it's so expensive um of which like I've had that experience before and I'm just like mm-hmm. oh you know this is so sad or like you're traveling with like your friends and like you know you're all like on a budget and you want to do this and you want to do that yeah. but you can't so um yeah. yeah definitely just um bring enough money so that you actually get to do everything that you want to do yeah. um I'd also say to um there are certain places like we went to this um okay let me let me try to say it correctly <laughs> um it's called Blavo di Contarini um but it's like this tower in Venice mm. where you kind of, you got views of like the city. Um, it's not as high as like the St. Mark's Tower, but it's quite high and it's really beautiful. It's got great views. And um, I had booked it in advance, luckily. Um, but when we got there, there was a lot of people that were there and they didn't know that you had to book. And it was like, you, they couldn't come in. They were just like literally just waiting outside, looking around like, what do we do now? And I just felt sorry for them because it's like... Mm yeah you don't want to show up and it's like this amazing place and you can't get in yeah because it's like I would have been really annoyed if I couldn't get in yeah I know normally I try to plan things out like so when I went we were able to go um I think we stayed outside of Venice and then we took a bus in if I remember correctly Mm -hmm. just because Venice was more expensive and we found an Airbnb there were um, four of us that were traveling. So we ended up going outside, but then we, um, booked something the night before and we ended up doing, uh, so I played violin. So I was really, uh, obsessed with, uh, Vivaldi and hearing the four seasons played in the orchestra there by orchestrists. So, um, we booked that the night before, but I think that's always helpful to do at least the night before. Try to book everything, um, if not a few days in advance, because um, it seemed very, like, it was sold out, I'm pretty sure. So that's a good idea. That's Mm. something to definitely think about. You don't want to leave it up to chance. Yeah, exactly. You want to go in, like, you want to make sure you get your entrance and you just enjoy it, because then you're like, yeah, it would really suck if you like, especially if you really wanted to go there. Like, you really wanted yeah. to visit this place, and now you have to fly back home, and you didn't get to. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Definitely. Well, I um, really appreciated our conversation today and learning more about Venice from your perspective. Um, I also just want to plug you for a second and talk about your social media links and where people could possibly book a trip from you and all that stuff. So uh, can you let us know? Um, so my social media is at the sun child um, that's Instagram and um, with Facebook, it's Cairo Malange, um, which you'll find on my Instagram as well. But I've also got like my email on my um, Instagram if you, if you go down there. Um, so you can send me a message if you need anything. But um, currently I'm working on like a bunch of itineraries um, for Europe and different cities in Europe which are like a lot of unconventional cities as well that people don't really think to go and are quite affordable and you might really love. So definitely like um, I'm going to be posting those on my story soon and I'm going to save them to um, my highlights so that you can check them out um, if you want to travel as well. So yeah, just send me a message if you want to travel somewhere and get a good deal. Oh, that's awesome. I'm excited to check those out myself when I'm able to travel um, because yeah. I'm looking for different places on a budget. So that's right up my alley. Uh, well, yes. thank you so much, Cairo, for your time today. And um, oh, it was so nice talking to you. It was so great talking to you. Thanks again for listening to the Our World Story podcast. Make sure you follow Cairo on Instagram at The Sun Child. And if you book a trip through her, like I definitely will in the future, Make sure you let Cairo know you found her through Our World Story. Also, make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Our World Story to stay up to date with any upcoming episodes. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.